Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Full Change with Tom Laidlaw. And here we go, Tom. We got another good one today. This is definitely uh, someone you've had many battles with. Uh, who's that? That's a division rival. Uh-oh. From the hated Flyers. Oh, no. Uh, the guy who scored over 400 goals in the NHL. We got number 26, Brian Prop on today. Oh, wow. Good job. Good job. You're on fire lately for our guests. This, this is a big one. This is a very big one. Brian, find me the first. I don't know if we'd ever met before, had we? I know we played against each other. Well, so I, there's, there's a couple of events that, that, I, that I go to uh, charity hockey. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's one in in, uh, in, uh, in in New York City, uh, Central Park. Now, where are you from? Where, those other players. Where are you from originally? Where's home? Well, I grew up in uh, in in Saskatchewan, Newdorf, Saskatchewan, which was in in uh, in Canada. Uh, so, like, it was a small little town of three hundred people. I had uh, my dad was a Lutheran minister. He preached in English and German every every Sunday. And uh, wow. I have two brothers and two sisters, and so we're all thirteen months apart. So we had our own hockey team at that time. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was it, but it was a simple life. Uh, you didn't know any better. It was cold, really cold, and uh, but you you just dealt with it. So, a typical Canadian kid, just started playing hockey as early as possible, like three or four years older. Where were you? Well, at? like four or five. You know, when yeah. you skate on the ponds and, and until uh, the rink is uh, ready to to freeze. Uh, good. Now, you a pretty good player right away. I wasn't when I first started. I couldn't stand up on skates. So, were you pretty good. Yeah, because uh, a small little town like that, like you, you, you skated outside and uh, you played uh, street hockey and uh, you know, just, just kind of, you know, just skated a lot. And uh, that way you move up, you played with older players. So you learn a little bit from them, but because it, it's tough to, to get a team together because you only like uh, 10 players on a team or, or less. And then right. so like you had to play all the time and. But, uh, you know, usually the goalie was uh, the one that didn't skate too much. Right, right. So that, so you stayed at home, played your junior, or played all your minor league hockey as a kid there until you went off to play junior, or did you leave early? So I, uh, when, when I played in, in, in the junior junior B, it was against against the Melville Millionaires. He oh, was yeah, there. Like yeah. that was, uh, so I tell people once I was a millionaire once. There you go. And uh, so like that, that year I was 15 and I broke all the scoring uh, uh, records that year. And then uh, Jerry James was the coach, and then we had a couple other good players, uh, uh, dude, uh, a couple cup guys from Melville. But uh, it was about twenty miles drive back and forth, and so I just learned from there. 
and I couldn't drive, uh, you know, but my mom and parents had to drive them because you had to meet other people on the, on the, on the road. And yeah. so without cell, uh, cell numbers, it was a little difficult. You had a time where you could meet. Uh, and then after that, I played three years for the Brandon Wheat Kings uh, in, uh, in, in uh, Manitoba. We had powerful teams. Uh, yeah. I won two scoring championships. And then, then, then I got ready to go to play to the Flyers. Wow, very good. You know, you, when you're talking about where you live there and driving the 20 miles, it reminds me, I got in the agent business right after I retired. So I, I did a lot of recruiting in Western Canada. And I remember you call the parents and you say, you try to give you directions. There's no road signs out there either. It's like, you'll go to the third grain elevator a uh, mile down the road there and turn left at the elevator. Uh, was, there was nothing, about, <clears throat> excuse me, there wasn't a whole lot out there. Yeah, no, no, uh, that's right. You can drive, you can drive uh, for a whole day and not see anybody. That's right. That's right. So, um, Wait, you're drafted, <clears throat> excuse me, you were drafted as an 18-year-old? No, it was a 19-year-old because that was the year that 1979 that the league merged. And so like That's it right. was the World Hockey Association and it got merged to the NHL. That's so right. uh, like that, that watch, that's why a couple of the other guys that played in the World Hockey Association, they put the, the, uh, the other players like with that. And then, and then they changed it to an 18-year-old draft. That's, right. That's why Ray Bork and Lori Boschman got uh, drafted before me, and uh, I think uh, I think you guys took uh, Doug Sutterman uh, before that's right. me. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Otherwise, right. you could have you could have had a good player. There you go. Who <laughs> scored some goals? Good. So how many? Uh, so you right after you were drafted, you turned pro then. Yeah, well, yeah, for the Flyers, and you know, and at that at that time, you know, like you would work on the farm, you didn't know what was going on, you didn't yeah. go to the draft, you, you didn't yeah. know what was going on, you just got a call and said, okay, well, here I am, <laughs> make right. the best of it. Yeah, that's the same thing for me. Yep. See, Tom loves it when I tell stories over and over. So, oh, um, so uh, when I was drafted, I was the same way. I was cleaning the you know, horse shit out of the stalls uh, there, and I got a call. My father came. Said, you want me to finish the story for you? <laughs> said, Dad, I got drafted. You got drafted by the Rangers. Yeah. Okay, back to work. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it was okay. funny. Isn't it funny watching the draft now with the kids in the suits and everything? We're, we're sitting at home there. Nothing oh, yeah, there. definitely. Well, yeah, it's changed a lot. Like, you know, like, but but now they make so much money that, it, yeah. It, yeah. you know, at that, you know, at that time in uh, when the league merged, like, you didn't have any bargaining at, at yeah. time because, you know, like uh, Eagleson was my agent. And oh. so I made 50, 55, yeah. and 60,000 my first three years, and then six, 70, 75, 80 yeah. so, you know, after six years. And so, like, uh, you know, I scored almost like four goal, 40 goals a game a year. And so, like, uh, that, right. uh, that's all you made isn't that true what'd you get for a sign i got twenty five thousand for signing bonus i get? got two thousand twenty thousand oh, oh did you boy. okay wow <laughs> yeah. really wow. yeah so like that's my 19 so your first year in the league was 80 81 79 that's when uh we had the 35 un undefeated streak oh that's right uh, with the flyers and uh and then we went to the finals against the islanders because yeah. it was one against 16 at that time and then they changed after that right the different uh the divisions but uh yeah, it was, uh, you know, we, you know, I had good, good, good teammates and like, you know, like the yeah. Stanley uh, Flyers won a couple Stanley Cups in 74 and 75. So like I, I played with uh, Bill, uh, Bill Barber, Bob, right. Bob Clark, Reggie Leach, McLeish, you, you name all, all those guys. Right. And uh, but the, the year before Bernie Perrant got hurt, he got hit in the eye with a stick. Mm -hmm. And so that's why Pete Peters was a rookie then, too. And so like. Oh. Uh, you know, he, he did the best of it. Yeah, good. Now, you've never played in the minors at all, right? You're yeah, no, up. I just, just played the pros all the time. 
Well, Brian, that, that first year, how was that winning streak? Did you, did you guys know what was happening at the time? Was it just crazy to be involved in that? Yeah, well, it, I remember my first year, first game, because uh, we played against the Islanders at the Spectrum. And so, like, I played against Bill Fist, uh, Smith. And so, like, I, I played with uh, Bob Clark and Reggie Leach on a line. Oh, that's a nice and, line. And uh, so I, I got a, an assist, and I, I got to score the game winner. So, like, uh, you know, hey, this is easy, you know, because in junior, that was the same thing we won all the time. Well, I only lost five games uh, of, 20, of 23 when, at the end of the last my, my junior uh, season and uh so like it was like wow this is great you know and then and then we lost nine to two in atlanta and i was like oh god is this what it's going to be like in the nhl and then from there we went 35 without a loss wow that's incredible so you had guys like paul holmgren and ben wilson and all the tough guys too right oh yeah yeah like yeah. and uh ben uh bridgman and yeah. paddock and uh al hill tj gorance Cochran, um, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, and uh, Frank Bath, 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 Bath. That's right. That's right. And uh, but yeah, but Ben was really tough. Yeah, he was, and he was a little bit of a nutcase too. I mean, that, oh yeah, like a, a nutcase you want on your team because yeah, that nutty. You know, a guy who I thought was a, always probably good, pretty good guy, but a real tough guy was Glenn Cochran. Was he a good guy? Oh yeah, he was a great guy. Like you right. know, he, he he laughed all the time. He made people uh, laugh and oh. joke around, but okay. you know, he was just entertaining. You know, it was like you know, like and Bob Kelly was still a, a flyer then, so like he could bounce around guys, and uh, right. so like it was it was it was a little more ex exciting than it has like now. Like now, right. the guys yeah. make a lot of money, but yeah. you know they don't heat hit or you know it's just they complain about everything and. I know it, it was good in the eighties. We had good times. Oh God, did we ever have good times? I got in a debate the other day, you know, cause we all like to drink our beer back then. And everybody said, well, wouldn't you have been a better player? And I said, well, no, because that was really part of the culture that like, it kept the guys together. Right? I know it sounds maybe a little barbaric now, but that was the culture back then. We're all sitting together. I'm sure your team was like that as well. Oh yeah. We were very, very close. Uh, you know, because like, our schedule was like uh, Thursday nights we we play again at home and then we and, fr and Friday we'd leave and play a game in Saturday or Saturday Saturday night on the road and then right. come back on on Sunday right. and uh, so like you you get to know all the guys like you you had beer like yeah. after the practice and uh, and then then before the games uh, you know like you you took it easy the day before or but. Uh, it was just uh, you know so good to get to know everybody because like you you hung out together you had a yeah. beer and then had, had a, a meal and now like there's too many clicks yeah. that you don't know anybody like the maybe the language is different too but uh, you know and, and and plus it makes so much money that, like they have all their own chefs and sure. yeah so they, they they miss all the fun because they yeah. don't have good stories. I know we got some good stories. We can't tell them all on, uh, on these shows. All <laughs> we, we, can we can tell the we, ones. We, we can tell. We can always uh, have some good good times. Uh, so yeah. like uh, you know, just with uh, like like you do, uh, Tom, with all your charities, you know that people uh, you you know that are there and and they help and with all the charities yeah. and like uh, the old hockey players, like they still go to scramble golf tournaments and yeah. they tell stories and, and they're not they don't worry about making some money they just pay right. for free and, and food and, and things like that but uh it was it's so much better uh you know just to brand yourself yeah and uh, tell a few stories and then that's why people appreciate the older guys yeah true that's very true brian you had some great rivalry with tom's rangers you want can we talk about that a little bit 
Yeah, sure. Like uh, the Rangers were always really good. I, you know, I, I remember uh, like while well, you had Beck and, uh, yeah. and the Grass Earl and like good, good, good players. And, yeah. Uh, but you know, the, the Flyers were a little tougher, and so yep. for for me, it was. Uh, I loved that. Uh, I always loved playing against them in against uh, at the Madison Square Garden because I I always liked to score, or hit a guy, or. Sure. Uh, Score yeah. when Tom was out there. Them out, you know, but and uh, but the ad- atmosphere is is so good. It, it's it's sort of like I like Chicago because yeah. when you when you had that play that game, you you, you didn't know what was to expect. Like I said yeah. at the start, and so but uh, the the character is is still there, and you can feel it, and it yeah. it, it, it gets you get back into the hockey. You know, I think like some of the teams in Florida and Phoenix and other places, like they don't have the same feeling. Yeah. Yeah, there are games, man. Even our pre our preseason games. Might as well not even brought a puck out there sometimes during the preseason games. We hated each other so much. I think it was also like we're trying to prove to each other, okay, we're not backing down and we're gonna push you around or what it was. But uh one time I'm sure you guys did the same thing. We were gonna play in the playoffs one year. You know, they do that pre-scouting report and then they come back and say, Okay, here's how what we need to do. Here's the keys to the game. So my job was to go out there and hack you across the arms. That's what they think. Tommy, go and hack him across the arms. As soon as I hacked you across the arms, Glenn Cochran was right there. And uh, okay, that didn't work too well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you, they, they, you find the right guys to you. you I, I bought them beer. So yeah, sure. I have good teeth now because uh, I bought them beer and and, and uh, they protected me. But uh, Cocker was great. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, like like you said, the, you, like you 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 at that time you you uh, held, cross checked, yeah. slashed. Yeah, you did everything. Uh, that's but, Tom's you know, game. So like, but you know that, that that's all part of the game. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, you know, thankful me, I had a tough uh, players yeah. and so it protected too. But it was it, again, it was it, it was you know play the game. And so that you know, I was in the playoffs my first thirteen years every year. Uh, yeah. in, and uh, yeah, but like I know the first year we we lost against the Islanders in, in overtime, in Game Six. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of years after that, we lost against the Rangers, the game's best out of uh, uh, five, yeah, yeah. You know, where, you know, the, the goalie played really well. And, yep. uh, you know, so I learned at that time, you know, after my third or fourth year that I had to be much better when it, when I came to the playoffs uh, because I had to be counted mm-hmm. on. Sure. Now, how many seasons did you play then? I was 15 years in the NHL, like I was 11 with the Flyers, a little bit with Boston, three years at Minnesota, and then I finished in Hartford. Oh, that's right. I and, forgot about uh, that. So then, uh, and then, then I then I played a year after uh, after that with France. Oh. And you know, at that at that end, like I was like, you know, at at the end of uh, my my career, like I had a, like over a thousand points, a thousand games, and so that was special for me. But uh, you know, then they had the lockout, and so like I was looking like the smartest player around, like when like if the for the but they they started at the end, uh, but uh, I played for France for a year, which was which was which is which was nice because uh, I really enjoyed that too. This is an awful question. Are you in the Hall of Fame? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I, you know, I, was in, I was in five Stanley Cup finals. Yep. Uh, I'm the number one in the in the playoffs uh, for left winger scorings uh, in the history. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know, it could be political, you know, uh, like I know the flyers, uh, if, if they, if they didn't promote us like uh, too yeah. much at the end, like, so, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, just working on it a little bit, you know, have to find a guy that uh, find a person yeah. that can support me, uh, 
for the votes that I sure. would need. Yeah, so I got a funny Dave Brown story for you. Uh, you know, playing against him all the time when I was with the Rangers, he's with the Flyers. He's trying, like, you line up with the faceoff thought, and he's beside you. You think, oh, yeah, what's going to happen now? Uh, I got traded out to L.A., came back to the Spectrum. Uh, same thing, Dave Brown lines up beside me, and I'm thinking, okay, here we go. And he, he goes, Tommy, how you doing? It's good to see you again. How's everything out in L.A.? I'm like, what is, what's going on? I didn't play for the Rangers anymore, so he didn't hate me as much. So was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you remember Sansa. Like, oh, God, yeah. Oh, like, you know, like, oh. Yeah. yeah, like you you, you you get suspended a lot more, like yeah. you know, the things that were happening now. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, just uh, some pretty amazing. But, yeah, but it, it, our division was really, really good because yeah. we had all the good players, and the Islanders were were get, were so good, and, right. and then we had Boston and, and Montreal, and so like it was tough to get out of your own uh, yeah. division. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you wind up facing Gretzky and the Oilers twice in the finals, and that uh, that's right. Yeah, you want to talk about that a little bit. You guys came close. You went to seven in. in uh, you go seven in both series, or just the one? Uh, so like. In 1980, we we, we we lost to the Islanders in Game Six in in, in overtime. If, you know, who knows? Like if uh, that was offside too, wasn't it? Well, no, the one be the, the goal the before that, that was one was two feet off. That was yeah. uh, that yeah. was in the second period. But, yeah, that's uh, right. You know, they, they, and then they, they, we lost in overtime. But uh, if if you know, we, I, I you know, still remember like when we were tying it. So if we win, you know, then you know probably comes back to Philadelphia and we win there. But you know, you, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, you know, we had good teams, and then uh, and then and then in eighty eighty five we lost to the Island Oilers too. But that was the year that Brad McCrimmon got hurt. Uh, he, he got hurt. Uh, he, uh, Paymont uh, knocked him out, hit, hit his shoulder, and, right. and then uh, 80, 87 is that's when uh, Hextall was a VMP. Yeah. That's right. Now he played really out of his mind, <laughs> and then uh, you know, but we 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 fought everything to go through. Like you know, we had lots of in injuries because we played twenty six games uh, in 80, eighty seven. <clears throat> And so, like the Oilers breezed over, and they, plus, when you think about what what they what they, they were doing, it's just like amazing. Like they had six or seven Hall of Famers in their yeah. prime, but uh, no excuses. Uh, you know, we forced them a game seven, and uh, I think the people here in Philadelphia just uh, admire that we did as uh, well as we could. Like you know, because Mark Howe was he was awesome, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Poulin was hurt, and. Uh, Tim Kerr hurt was out. Right. Well, you know, you don't you, you miss a couple players like that. It makes a big difference. Just to, you know, especially Tim Kerr, like he oh. got so much on the power play. Yeah, wow. he's a big yeah. man with good hands too, man. He's oh, hard yeah, to play yeah, against. Yeah. yeah, so I so he's still so he has a place in in Avalon in, in New Jersey, oh. and nice. and his, his two sons work in real estate in uh, in Sea Isle and uh, another couple towns around there. Sure. And uh, so I I get to talk with him every once in a while very cool so you had to go through the time we had to wear the cooperalls too what did you think of those well i love them because oh, uh, you know? a lot of people don't like them but i did like they were they were so much lighter and uh the, the but I, I i really did like them uh like the the, the, the pants and the, the, the yeah. just it, so much looter a lot lighter uh yeah. i think because then then the, the two uh Hartker and, and us just after yeah. two years, like the goalies kept complaining about they couldn't see the puck because it was the black and stuff. So it's oh, always really? the goalie's wow. fault. Oh, huh. no, no question. Absolutely. I agree. My first goal I ever scored was when uh, <laughs> it came up in Boston. I shot it off JD's leg into our own net. I said, well, JD should have stopped it, right? Should have stopped it. <laughs> 
Yeah. So so um, Brian leaves the Flyers after 11 years, goes to Boston in the finals again. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And it's it's the Oilers without Gretzky, but it's Messier's Oilers. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was uh, in, in, in the, that year, like uh, in Boston, like because uh, I, I was there the last uh, month of the year because like I had a hand, hand, hand injury. I missed 27 games. Uh, and so like the. So Clarky just did me a, a, a favor by trading me to the to Boston. Oh, okay. Wow. And so, because Dave Poulin was traded in January of the year before, and I think that uh, uh, Kim Lanzman Lanzman was retired, retired oh. came back, and then, uh, but you know, so like uh, we breezed through the playoffs, and then. The first game was a triple overtime where the lights went out. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and Claymo scored in the triple overtime. He didn't have to have a shift, and then yeah. he scored the game winner. So that was really tough. And then uh, Rampart was such a good goalie too. And plus, they really knew how to win. The uh, Oilers, yeah. like they had the tough guys, and uh, and uh, you know, I know that Tikkanen, uh, he kind of checked on. We were, I was playing with uh, Jamie. Uh, Johnny and, uh, and, and, and Neely. Yeah. But so we, 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 it was, it was tough to, to yeah. play that, but, uh, you know, we did as good as we could. And then, then the next year after that, I, I signed with the North stars as a free agent and, oh. uh, we went to the finals that year, but Jeez, I didn't realize that you're, you're the good. Yeah. But then he gets Mario. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Like he kind of tore he, we like, we, we did really well until the, the last two games, like where he took over because he, he was such a good player. But uh, right. I think from playing in the Canada cup in 87, like he learned a lot from the last uh, better uh, w- leaders, how to win. And so like he, but he took over the, the series, like games five and six. Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah. I was Ray Bork as a teammate. Oh, he was awesome. He oh, was, yeah. you see, he was really awesome. And, and also like, uh, you know, I, in junior hockey, I played with Brad McCrimmon too. Oh, like right. the three of us played together with Ray Allison. So I, I see Ray Allison all the time because now he's in Myrtle beach and I'm in Marker Island. Uh, but he, he just had the six, 
uh, grandchild. And so oh. like, I'm going to see him like, like in the next couple of days in New Jersey. And, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Brad McKimmel was great. Bork was unbelievable. Like, you know, I wish I could have, uh, signed again, but, uh, Harry didn't want to offer me too much money. Oh. And so that's why Bob, after Bob Clark got fired and he took me to Minnesota Oh. as a gm and so like i i signed with minnesota which which uh, turned out to, to be nice well that's a real compliment to you too right when a gm that you had in one team now goes to another one and goes out and gets you that says a lot about you and your career too right yeah 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 well you know i was always a good consistent player i like they knew what i had in them and uh like you know i i, I didn't worry many about the points like i, I just wanted to win for the team and sure. you know like i you know like some of these players are like they they, they score more points but you know they're, they're sure. selfish and uh, you know but uh you know just it's all about the team and the character but you know in the 80s uh it was tough because the rangers and flyers had good character players yeah. and it was tough every 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 time that you played against them yeah yeah well those are fun series you know one thing we didn't talk about brian is tom's favorite uh coach mike keenan can you talk about him a little bit <laughs> he's a jerk <laughs> <laughs> well i uh, you know for for me i uh like i i like uh, like i used to smirk he didn't like that and so but i i didn't care because i know i was a good player and right, so right. uh I, I drove him nuts because I just smile and. Oh, okay. So he's trying to get a rise out of you. He's trying to get a rise out of you. Is he he kind of liked it when you when he tell when he he told him to f off every once in a while because right. he just wanted he would re re react and uh, but uh, it was uh, you know it just uh, it, for me he played me a lot and so yeah. you know, yeah. power play penalty kill you know plus in the eighties we. With Dave Poole and myself, we had two of the best penalty killers. And right. then when Hextall came and he shot the puck so much, so so well, we got two on ones all the sure. time. So that's how we scored some shorthanded goals. Well, I didn't realize with your career they got that many points and that many times going to the finals. You got to be in the Hall of Fame. We got to have a little campaign to get you in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I just have to find the right people, and yeah. uh, you know, just you know, like and, and now like um, like. At least the last couple of years, they've been putting some uh, older right. players together right. that, you know, like like Kevin Lowe, he's on the Hall of Fame already, you know, but, uh, right. you know, hopefully uh, you'll, you'll find a couple other people that uh, sure. with, uh, that are good people. And then, like, you know, I did the radio for nine years for the Flyers oh, after I right. played hockey you know, with, the, with the team and and then uh, I'm on their board. And so, like, I give back and then uh, in Canada, you know, with uh, – I was in this, uh, two world championships and after we lost in the Islanders, like in 81 and 82 mm -hmm. uh, in Germany and Finland. And uh, yeah, then the Canada Cup in 87, uh, where sure. we won against the Russians that year. I played with uh, Lemieux and Gretzky on the line most of the time. And, well, you, we've, uh, got to, wow. we've got to get you in the Hall of Fame. Seriously, the more you talk about this stuff, like especially when a guy like Alfredson goes in, and again, no disrespect to him whatsoever, but I think that should help you because his numbers are very similar, and you've probably done more in your career with the you know world championships and going to the finals all those times. So we're gonna get some, yeah, we're gonna get some guy on the uh, committee. Is JD still on the committee, John Davidson? I don't know if he is or not. Uh, I think he was. Well, he, but I think he might have just left. But yeah. you know, but I, I know most of the players that are on the committee committee already, and most of them because because they're about the same age as me. Yeah. Like Mike uh, Gartner. And Mike yeah, 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 yeah. Like I I know most of them, and you know, just even if even if I, I I've got Gretzky's name, like I. 
you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm helping him. Well, just, uh, you know, because he's such a good guy. And so right. like, uh, but he knows that I had a stroke uh, seven years ago and all these guys that are passing away, like now, like, yeah. like Bossy and Lafleur and yeah. Gillies and, and you, you see them drop, drop and every once in a while. I know. So I know. It's, uh, like you, every day is, is a pleasure to, to be yeah. alive and Very true. To, to have life. And so like, that's why I'm, I'm in, enjoying Florida where it's a little warmer and, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I, and, uh, I see, you know, I set up a couple of some charity hockey events. I've got it. My charity hockey event is going to be in new, in, in PA March uh, 26th. And oh. so like I used six former alumni to split up the two teams and, uh, and, uh, the charity is going to be for headstrong cancer. I'm going to have my golf tournament May 16th at, uh, in New Jersey, it's uh, for Gaffa cigars, and uh, it's going to benefit the people that have strokes and, and need help with that. At the University of Pennsylvania, uh, so like I keep busy with the, doing the fun things, and it, yeah. but having the right people like for the golf and hockey yeah. makes a big difference because they know why they're there. Right. You know, they're not going to get make that much money, but they're they're, they're going to have fun and they're going to know why that. They're raising money for other people. That's a great cause, yeah. So when you finally had to retire then, was it like, uh, did you see it coming? Were you disappointed and you knew that was the end? Or where were you? Yeah, yeah. Like, because like in my last year in Hartford, like, uh, like uh, I just signed as a fine uh, wheel ed, free agent. Uh, agent. And uh, and Paul Holmgren was a coach. Huh. And Pierre Maguire, like he, then he, then he, Homer went to the GM and then Pierre Maguire ended up be the coach at the end of the year uh, in Hartford. And so he gave me a chance to play because, you know, I only needed like 26 points to get a thousand points. And so, you know, I know that I played in six, 75 games, 65 games and I, I had 29 points, which is, I, I think I can't remember how I did it, but. Yeah, I, I still I, I got it i got it and so like uh uh did a thousand points in a thousand games and wow. 425 games 422 games uh, goals which which is nice and yeah, you know, yeah awesome. it's, it's just a nice yep get those nice uh, get milestones but uh and then then i then i decided you know hey listen at, at the end i said okay you know i'm, I'm gonna just sign with a french t- hockey club Right. You know, which was which was better because like I knew I, you know, that I'm that I'm that I'm going to retire and then right. so I just played a year of there and then it was uh, that was much fun after that. Yeah, cool. So, can you talk about the cigar business because you, you mentioned that briefly? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, so is like, Gaff- what is Gaffa? Well, I have my uh, my uh, my Gaffa cigars are from the oh. Dominican Republic. Oh, so wow. I started them like four years ago. So like I have boxes of five, two mild, two medium, and a Maduro for about seventy dollars. Uh, wow. But but they're really good. The, the, the distributors in uh, Miami. I have my uh, Gaffa T-shirts. Okay, so but where does Gaffa come from? Well, I got I got Gaffa every time that I went into the to, to score a goal in, in oh, Philadelphia, yes. like I did a guy from Howie Mandel. He did yes. Gaffa. Yeah. I went I to his shows. That in the eighties all the time in, in the, the casinos. So like I, you know, I, I just said, Hey, I like this guy. And so like, I decided to go to a show. And then, so I went, I went to a show and then 
then he uh, I liked what he did and then oh. so I I copied of what he was doing he did a couple of shows and but guffaw means a hearty laughter oh, okay. so for me like you know all those years playing with Tim Kerr like he just score and you know 40 50 goals a year and just uh, didn't didn't do anything he just skate away and I was like ah, I want a little more excitement with that <laughs> when I score so I decided to go so that people knew that so they hated yeah. to do that but i forgot uh, i forgot about that too yeah, and, 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 and i talked to howie we, we, because he, he called before a playoff game and uh i told him he, i thought he was joking but uh he, he so he just called and said hey listen i don't mind that, that i you, you trademarked my guffaw he, <laughs> he's got lots of other things going on yeah, so, no but uh, that was just just fun and then you know from that point on like uh like i have my own cigar brand uh and uh you know everything's online um and, and so if any people want to just check it out they just go to guffawcigars.com and then, oh, okay. and i also have my uh brianprop.com website where there's a lot of information uh, appearances and things like that and uh, and then i just joined another uh, another group like from canada called millions.co mm -hmm. so it's 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 uh, t-shirts and hats and things like that uh, that you can they, they can make up for you like it's and then most of the, most of the people are from canada wow that's pretty good guy you got a lot going on um so what, seven years ago, we had a stroke, nine years ago, or where was it? September 3rd, 2015, wow. I had a massive stroke. I was in vacation in, uh, in Annapolis with my family. And uh, my, my son was thinking about going to the Navy Academy. And uh, so like we, we did a, a trip there, we rented a house. And then uh, the first day I was uh, doing okay, but the, the, the next night, like, like I had a really bad headache and I, uh, I just uh, didn't feel well. So, the, so, so they, they, they went most of the day. And then that night at 1.30 in the morning, I, I fell out of bed, hit the side of the bed. Uh, couldn't, it, all those deers playing hockey, I, I didn't lose any teeth. And I, I hit the side of the road and lost the teeth. But I couldn't talk or walk. I, and I, I threw a throwing up. And so, like, thankfully, my family was there. Otherwise, I'm not there right now. Like, I, I, the brain would be, I'd have been, I'd have been dead. Sure. Uh, but my family was there. They called 911 really fast. I went to the hospital, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't speak, couldn't, couldn't move. And so uh, they had to take us, like, the long weekend. And so, like, it's kind of scary because I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like, yeah. uh, and I think it was because I had AFib uh, in the heart. But the thing was, is that like 10 years before that I had an ablation of the heart, which a lot of people, if they don't know what it is, it just, it, it, they cut out the, the ends of the trigger triggers and things like that. So, so that I didn't want to take blood thinners my whole life. But after time, the ablation uh, wore out. And so like I probably was an AFib and, uh, and this, the clot went into my heart brain three different places so i'm just lucky to, to be alive like the only the only problem i still have is like my right fingers mm -hmm. and the right side still don't work so i have to do everything left-handed so i've signed everything left-handed now but oh. uh, you know just uh just happy to be alive and uh you know a lot going on and uh get on your show there you go yep yeah that's what for brian did they give you the tpa shot in the hospital no, I didn't. No, they didn't because like uh, we, we were there pretty fast, but uh, but they did they didn't. I don't know why they didn't, but uh, you know, 
thankfully for me as an athlete, uh, I, I got transferred to McGee in Philadelphia for uh, six months, uh, six six weeks. I was there every day, and then I did uh, was doing some uh, occupational therapy, uh, physical therapy, and speech therapist. But the speech therapist took me the longest because, like, I couldn't talk at all at the wow. start. The only thing that at the start I could say was and and Bernie Perrant. I don't know, it just came up. <laughs> Seriously? Not even, my, not even my son's name, Jackson, or my daughter. Is it, are you serious when you say that? That's all you can say was Bernie Perrant? That was it. Yeah. Like I, I had to relearn how, with my brain how to talk. Wow. And and even like at the start, just to just to talk, you had a point and then and they, but then they sell you pictures and then you have to kind of guess what 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 it was and then try mm-hmm. to try to talk. And so, uh, you know, but, you know, it took a long time, Look, it, like over a year before I could uh, kind of wow. put a, a sentence together. Wow. Uh, so, but, and then, and then also like, it, thankfully the NHL uh, uh, had well, a nice program way. together, like where I, where I did a, some uh, Stelsum uh, treatment oh. in Colorado. Wow. And so like we took the Stels from my hip and then uh, I and then I put the cells back into my body, and then immediately noticed the difference with my speech after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like they recirculate the the blood, and then just put the cells back into your body, which is which is now now it's it's getting to the point where it, the T cells in your body like they, they can replace a lot of different things and can really help with the cancers and other things that they have. Was uh, Kurt Walker was he involved with that cell stem stuff? Is that how you got there? Yeah, well, I heard, I heard it from another guy that, in, in Naples okay. that uh, that's here, but uh, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, you know, and I I know the doctors that can do that, and uh, okay. we, but you know, this was for through the NHL program. Oh, yes. So okay. which was with that that was like uh, two thousand January thirtieth of two thousand seventeen when I when I got the stealth treatment. Uh, yeah. Because I still have aphasia once in a while, like I, I have, have trouble with names and math and things like that. But you know, you you, you get by and yeah. you figure it out after time. Now, are you still improving? You're still taking therapy? No, I'm just uh, just just doing as well as I can. Like like I still <laughs> set up some uh, charity hockey event, but you know, like I can't shoot that well. But you know, the, the, I can still skate okay yeah. because my feet weren't affected, and so like it just you know. But you know, I can't. I, depends on the goalies that I have like in that we play like we skate in New Jersey Wednesday and Friday mornings at Pensac and skate zone like when I'm there and so like the goalies I have aren't that good so I can still <laughs> score and do a guffaw the guffaw is still doing that's cool now obviously it's scary for you what happened but it had to be very scary for your family as well right there to see it oh yeah 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 like yeah like you know the, the, try to keep it quiet like uh, for for like a few months but then uh, then they, yeah just as i got better you know just uh it, it just a lot of people kind of found out about it yeah. but you know but it just uh you know just uh, that's like when i was talking about the hall of fame like the guys that are dying now and again it's oh, just you never, you never you never know what your life's going to be like but yeah. I know Don, uh, Tom. You like you, you. You're such a workout guy. Like and you've done all that, that 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 shows that I see you with, and sure. so like and you're and you're up and you're yeah. positive all the time. And that's why what people need it now because like they yeah. need a, a whipping here and there. 
Yeah, I really do, right? You can really train yourself. You have a choice in life, right? You can decide that you could, like, you've gone through some tough times, but you're taking a good attitude about it. You're loving life. You realize, like you said, that other people have passed away. You've got a kind of a second chance at life. So you have your choice. You can sit around and feel sorry for yourself, or you can go out and live life. So you're doing a great job, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. I'm always always busy, and uh, you know we, we we fly back to, to New Jersey tomorrow for a week, and then uh, but then then it's kind of nice to go back to Florida where it's uh, 88 and sunny every day. Yeah. And <laughs> walk the beach every day. Definitely. Well, you've had a heck of a career here. Great life. You got a family. Loves you very much. I uh, fought through the whole stroke thing too. Any regrets in your life? Uh, not not too many because like you know again I, I was always positive but yeah. you know I think for me it just uh, maybe not winning a Stanley Cup but you know, but I, I don't really care about that because like I, I have a life that yeah. uh, hockey doesn't matter matter that too much to me like it, it's it's how you how you are that's that's my dad was a minister he taught me how to do the right things and how to give back and and uh, and to uh, be a humble person, just like like most of the guys from Saskatchewan or and in, in Canada, are you know they they know why they're here and uh, they're they're here to give back and you know so like I've got lots of things going on and uh, you know you know we'll just keep in touch because I know that there's the, the hockey events like New Jersey Grant Marshall and a couple of those guys and Costopopoulos and they like they they, they play golf and then there's, there's hockey and Ed Ed, Ed Hospitar. Yeah, yeah. I, I know him because he's an alumni and so like yeah. you don't have to worry talking to him he's got lots of stories and uh, but <laughs> yes, he does. by me being for doing the radio for nine years and I know all the other alumni it you know I, I know almost everybody like you know I've got Mario's cell number and Gretzky's number and you know but I don't, I don't bother them like you know just uh you know just tell them hey listen if they want to buy some cigars for me just yeah give me a call there you go Gaffa cigars good job well listen uh, thank you very much for coming on the show you did a fantastic job and honestly i did not quite realize the numbers you put up and the number of times you went to the finals uh the championships you won the world championship so yes we're going to get you in the hall of fame that's our mission okay oh well that would be good yeah all right brother great to see you again yeah thanks tom thanks brian Wow, he's a Hall of Famer, Tom, no question. And and we talk about um, second chapters, the stuff he battled through, yeah. incredible. I love his attitude about life, right? I mean, he didn't win Stanley Cups, but he's not sitting around worried about that. He realizes his life is really precious. And then you go through something like he went through, man, that might, had to be hard on his family, too, to uh, watch him have a stroke like that. But sure, and he, and he recovered. He's got a cigar company. He's doing his charity stuff. And yeah. like we said, he's he's a Hall of Famer. You yeah. know, just you played totally. against him. You can see it. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. You, you run the numbers by there, and all the other guys that are getting in now, yeah, he's definitely got to be in the Hall of Fame. He had a great career. I, I forgot how good he was, too. Yeah, we really had to kind of, like, when we played against him in the playoffs, they had, like, a real strategy. How are we going to stop Brian Props? Break his arms. Break his arms, yes. All right, great show. All right, grasshoppers, thank you for listening. We had a fantastic show. We'll see you next time.